My name is Benny Johnson. Today is Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. Biden gets destroyed by the residents of Hawaii as he stumbles and bumbles through Maui visit. GOP chairman subpoena FBI and IRS over slow walking of Hunter Biden inquiry. And the man whose Donald Trump sign was burned down by a lunatic lib arsonist in North Carolina joins the show, John Kane, to give us an update. Will we have justice? My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. How do we have the energy, baby? You know what? My wife and I went to Hawaii once. It's like, I don't know, man, seven years ago? It was a while. We went to Hawaii once. Donald Trump was president. It was the good years. And we went to a uh, coffee plant. There was like, uh, we were on the big island. There's a lot of coffee made there. It's like Kona. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. I'd never been there. I had a really great cup of coffee. It was really delicious. Up to that point, it was the best coffee I've ever had. And then I had a sip of blackout coffee. And oh, baby, my life changed forever. Blackout coffee is what I drink every single morning. It keeps our show going. It keeps us excited and energized. You have to have the energy to fight the communists. Evil never sleeps. Demons never sleep. And so you got to make sure that you have some of that sweet, natural caffeine pumping through your veins. And that's what I got in my cup. Ding-a-lingin' every single morning. Iced coffee for me. Blackout coffee is what I drink. It is what I endorse. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code to get 20% off your first order. This is coffee made by people who want to power the freedom movement. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Or click the link in the description. Okay, so uh, Joe Biden went to Maui yesterday. Joe Biden was in between vacations. So he had already taken a vacation to the Delaware Beach. And then he's in Lake Tahoe. All right. Like doing another vacation. And then Joe Biden did a flyby with Maui. He like barely touched ground in Maui. He spent a little under five hours there. Now, Hawaii is a place that hasn't voted for a Republican president in my lifetime. Hawaii is a place that has always voted for Democrats, have two Democrat senators, the dumbest. It's truly like I'm I, I say I use pejoratives often on the show. Hey, you're dumb. You're stupid. You're a jack wagon. Like, I mean, I mean it. When I say Maisie Hirono is like a deeply low IQ individual, like like shouldn't be allowed on carnival rides. Like Maisie Hirono, like like needs someone to like like go go out with her. OK, to make sure she doesn't wind up lost or in trouble. Hawaii has elected very stupid, low information, low IQ Democrats. They are like a guaranteed Democrat vote for every House seat, for every uh, Senate seat. And so it is with extreme pain for my fellow Americans that I watched the horrible fire that killed a thousand people. OK, they don't want to tell you this. There are 850 people missing. There are 114 people that have already been confirmed dead. And this fire went and torched this beautiful little town. I've actually been there uh, of Lehana in Maui. And it torched this town and they didn't sound the fire alarms. Okay, they didn't send the firefighters any water because the guy in charge of the water, he's some Obama Foundation dude who's in charge of diversity, equity, inclusion. And he thinks that water is sacred on the island. So he's not going to send it as the children burn alive. They're covering up the death toll. They're making a media blackout so you can't see anything that's going on inside of the island. And more importantly, and the most important thing of all, is they're hiding the actual reason why this fire started in the first place, which is the reason why so many fires are starting all around the world, the climate cult. It's amazing. It's kind of like the monster that eats its own tail and it just goes like that forever and ever and ever. You see, the climate cultists need a climate alarm 
in order to alarm people, in order to get power, in order to steal money from the taxpayer coffers, in order to tell people there's a crisis. You know, you kind of have to, you have to have a crisis in order to tell people there's a crisis. And so I'm not saying that this was maliciously set. We know exactly how this fire started. In fact, the governor has straight up talked about it. The Hawaiian electric company didn't clear the power lines and the power lines, power line falls over, starts a fire because there are all these grasses around the power lines that are dry. And then that starts the fire. I think that's, that's what the majority of rational people believe started this fire. Okay. There are some other, there are some other ideas out there, but I'll tell you this, that's what the footage, the security footage shows. It shows like a roaring inferno after an electrical uh, explosion in the woods. What was Hawaiian electric doing when they should have been clearing these grasses? Oh, they were investing in renewables. They were putting all their money towards diversity hires. They weren't doing their damn job and they were making life a living hell and torching children in their homes, refusing to set off the alarms, refusing to give them water. At some point you got to sit back and ask, Hey, did they want this to happen? Like legitimately, did they want this to happen? You have to ask the question. Was this a new, was, did, did, does, does Oprah and Obama who are building mansions on these islands who are bought, purchasing these islands for themselves. Like, do these decrepit globalists need like an extra lap pool? You got to ask the question. Obama's already doing this. We've already covered how Obama is scraping away like the sacred seawall there in Hawaii so that he can build a multi uh, million dollar mansion, uh, a test, a, a, a giant golden idol to himself again. You can see the construction going on. Obama has two pools right up against the ocean there in Hawaii. In case you, and he's, by the way, desecrating the ocean front, right? You're not allowed to do that. They literally, it's literally illegal. And what Obama just bigfoots the people and goes in and does it. So at some point you got to sit back and ask like, whoa, like, whoa, at the very least, these policies, the policies of the climate cult leads to the electric companies not being able to do their jobs to them not clearing out the, the underbrush, to creating the environments for these massive fires that we see all around the globe. And that's what, that's what leads to this. It's amazing. The people who are responsible for this are the ones who tell you they care about the environment. And they're also the ones who are going to be there right out front to claim that you need to increase their budgets and you need to give them more power. They're the ones who started these fires and now you need to serve them and give them more power. Okay, I just gotta get, I had to get that off my chest. And so <clears throat> as a person, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, this is gonna be a theme for the show. Like it doesn't matter to me. Like, like you have a right to not be killed, like burned alive in your home. Like you shouldn't want that. You have a right to not have your political sign burned. We're gonna have a guy who's joining our show later. Talk about that. Like, I don't care if you voted for Joe Biden and you live in Lahana. doesn't matter to me. You should not be burned alive in your house. But there needs to be a moment of reckoning for the people of Hawaii. And when they see their leaders behave like this and the people that they vote for behave like this, like, yo, I can't help you. I'm never going to live in Hawaii. I will not move to Hawaii. I don't care what you do. So you got to help yourself. You got to vote differently. You can't be putting these people in offices. You got to change the way that you elect and who you elect. Open your eyes, people, please. I'm begging you. This is a life or death situation. And as a show that likes to white pill people, a show that likes to give you hope, well, I have a little bit of hope for you. 
Here's how Joe Biden was met when he finally arrived in Hawaii after all the bodies had been that had been charred, uh, had been sitting there for two weeks in the ashes and the rubble after the entire Hawaii, like after the entire island had been decimated. Joe Biden finally pulls up, finally pulls up in wheelchair one. And this is how he was greeted. Wow, he's finally here. Wow, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. Oh yeah, baby. Warms the heart. The old birds. I would never do it. It's a family show. Try as hard as I can not to curse. Sometimes let them slip. Let them rip. We're we're trying to do a family show here, but I assume a lot of people are adults. So sometimes we do swear. But I'll tell you, uh, Joe Biden deserved every bit of that, didn't he? There's a Marine who lives on the island who was right in the path of the motorcade. And a news company was driving by and showed his house. Have a have a look. This is what Joe Biden passed by yesterday. This is the house of the Marine, the old, old Marine who lives there flying the flags upside down. Notice that. So he's flying the flags. Uh, that is, of course, the uh, signal that there is a huge, pro- you know, there's a distress signal. Right. And he has a sign out there. The sign there, you can read, Traitor Joe must go. So the man hand-painted a sign and put it out there in front of Joe Biden. Can Joe Biden read? Is Joe Biden able to uh, to read that sign? Well, we don't think so, unfortunately. We don't think that Joe Biden can read. You've seen the size of the note cards that he gets. The cue cards for Saturday Night Live are smaller. Joe Biden wasn't able to read just the basic text of what his team prepped for him, which would have probably been like, not a good time to crack a joke. Probably not a good time to laugh in people's faces and to claim that you yourself are a victim. Not the best time to do that. All these people, there's a thousand people dead, Joe. Their bodies are in ashes. They haven't even resumed half of them from the ash piles. Probably not the best time to tell these people who've lost their loved ones and neighbors, their livelihoods and their homes forever because Oprah needs a new yoga studio. Probably not the best time to say that you're the victim here. But ooh, baby, don't ever let a crisis go to waste, Joe. Here's Joe describing to these people who've had their entire lives decimated, who are getting 700 bucks each from the government to move out get out of the way, right? Because uh, Barack Obama needs a new tennis court uh, and we'll build it on the ashes of your children. Joe Biden telling them that actually in all this, you know, I'm the victim here. Here's our cringe for the day. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. 
and it was a sunny Sunday, and lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters, the way they responded. You know, there's an old expression. I grew up right across the street from a fire hall in Claymont, Delaware. And the expression... You old jack wagon. You scum. You dirtbag. Ooh. Oh, there's such a venality to this man. God will bring this man low. I'm telling you, I'm a believer in Old Testament justice. We'll have justice in this life or the next, but I believe that people that are this cretinous, that are this banal, that are this vindictive, people that are this goblin-like, to look out into the crowd and say, I'm the victim once because I was making ramen noodle and a pot boiled over and a little splishy splash hit my hand. It was hot water with my ramen. I was microwaving a hungry man once and I forgot to take the tinfoil off and it had a little sparky spark inside of my microwave. And that's the same as your children being burned alive and us refusing to give you water. Here's your $700. Shut up. Jeff Bezos needs a new helipad. Get out of your house. Ooh. Mmm, it hurts. And it hurts even more because of this. Check this out. Lightning sparks fire at Biden's house. Interesting. Here's an article from 2004 directly quoting the firefighters who went to Joe Biden's house. Apparently, according to Joe Biden, speaking to the fire victims whose all their children were burned alive, Joe Biden knows exactly what it's like to go through that, right? Mmm. Except for, does he? Lightning struck the home of Senator Joe Biden, starting a small fire that was contained in the kitchen. Firefighters arrived to find some smoke coming out of the house. We're able to keep the flames from spreading beyond the kitchen, uh, says Cranston Heights Fire Company Chief Gordon Lamborn. Luckily, we got there early, he says. The fire was under control in 20 minutes. Joe Biden is an old lying jackass who is whose only instinct in times like this is to tell you that you need to feel sorry for him and then to lie about the circumstances of the horrible things that have happened to him in his life. Joe Biden has fallen ass backwards into power, into fame, into political prestige. Joe Biden has the, um, has the, has a room temperature IQ, like a nursing home room temperature IQ. Okay. Like a, like an 85 or an 80. Probably more like an 80. That's it. Uh, God did not bless this man with any particular skill or capacity. He barely passed law school. He practically failed out of every school he was in. He just was able to muscle his way through his corrupt, valueless practices, was able to muscle his way into power. And now what does it say about our U.S. government that this guy's in charge? What does it say about the entire system? that it continually promoted and provided platforms for Joe Biden instead of canceling him, instead of kicking him out, instead of spitting it out, him out. This virtueless, valueless man. What does it say? Every step of the way in Joe Biden's career, he has made the decision 
to make himself the victim. And now you can see it play out. Obviously, the father is going to pass those, pass that on to his son. And now you can see it play out with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is perpetually the victim. And not all of the uh, women that he had trafficked to him. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. So Joe Biden lied. Joe Biden then joked about how hot the ground was as Joe Biden stood on the ash of children who were burned alive because of his own policies. Watch. <laughs> What's the boss's name? I said, how you doing, pal? You guys catch the boots out here? That's some hot ground, man. Mmm, that's some hot ground, man. <laughs> ah, you smell the ash. The ash of the, the old children. You sniff that. Mm. Love sniffing kids. Sky is such a monster. I mean, he's such a monster. Remember what they did to George Bush when he didn't visit Katrina fast enough? Remember what they did to Donald Trump every time there was any kind of tragedy anywhere in Puerto Rico or anything? I mean, they they destroyed these people's career. I mean, they like the media mauled George Bush for not visiting Katrina fast enough. George Bush hates black people, Kanye West said. Oh, man. Oh, man. And Joe Biden gets away with cracking jokes and telling lies to these disaster victims, laughing at them, literally laughing in their faces. And then, even though Joe Biden was on the ground for about four minutes, Joe Biden couldn't stay awake. Watch. By someone they may have never met before. We are a community that relies on family, on ohana, whether by blood or by friendship. But like many others, my son's home burned down. What does this say about our nation? I mean, it really is for me like a much bigger deal than politics. Like if there was a Republican in office acting like this, I would be – this says actually a lot about the Democrat Party. If there was a Republican in office acting like this, how would you feel? Would you be disgraced? I would be disgraced. I would personally be disgraced. If a Republican was doing this to disaster victims, laughing at them, sniffing and snorting and lying to them, I would be disgraced for my party. I would call for that person's removal, to be quite honest with you. I wouldn't be able to tolerate it. I would – this guy would be like sunlight to a vampire to me if this guy held the Republican Party as his party. And it, it does seem like people are waking up. A Maui resident who watched all of this happen – Snapped. This guy, according to the people that I've seen tweeting it out, this guy's a Democrat and he's finally seeing like Joe Biden in action and this guy's finally losing it. This, I mean, this is why Donald Trump could end up winning 45 states in the 2024 election. We'll see what little grab bag of uh, horrors they have, man-made horrors beyond comprehension that they have for us before the 2024 election. Uh, looks like they're going to bring COVID back. Uh, play the oldies, but this guy's finally snapped. Like this is happening around the country.
where people are like legitimately waking up. I've never seen a great awakening like this before in my life. Check this out. It is almost impossible to believe that this guy, that this old man, this Walmart greeter, this uh, fake installed president, one, why the fuck is his wife with him wherever he goes? We didn't hire this person. I didn't hire you, Joe. You're a traitor. I know what you are. I know what Kamala is. I know what the Democratic Party is. And I know that we have a constitutional crisis of epic proportion. But hearing you talk about your house that, you know, had a little fire, you almost lost your cat in your Corvette. There are children that were incinerated to ash. You fucking old man. You vile human being. The only way you feel you're able to communicate and, and you have some kind of, you know, you're so out of touch with the common man, you don't even understand how to speak to them. The only way you think you can establish commonality with them is to lie. That the same thing happened to you, no matter what the tragedy is. Your son wasn't killed in action, by the way. Your house didn't burn down. Your children weren't burned to death. How dare you get up there and speak this way? Your job is to go there and assuage them in a way that you talk to them about their loss. That you can't imagine what it's like. That you can't imagine what it's like never to find the bodies of the poor children that were sent home from schools that died alone. Dude, I'm telling you, people are people are losing it. After rewatching that clip, I just saw the tail end of it. After rewatching that clip, I don't. Maybe this guy didn't vote for Biden. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he calls him installed. So maybe he didn't vote for Biden. Nonetheless, this is a Maui resident. It's a Maui resident in there with the TV on, watching Joe, watching Joe Biden fall asleep and lie. And by the way, Joe Biden has been lying to people and using tragedy for his own benefit his entire career. A photo we shall show you every show. We try as hard as we can because nothing better uh, exemplifies. Uh, the kind of man that Joe Biden is than this. Uh, Joe Biden did face tragedy. I suppose if you were to go back into, uh, you know, into history and look at uh, actual tragedy that Joe Biden faced, uh, it was the death of his wife and his daughter in a car accident. Okay, you, you know, nobody argues that that didn't happen, right? That happened. It was horrible. And Hunter Biden and Bo Biden, his sons, were in the car at the same time. Uh, they survived, uh, and he lost his wife and daughter. That is a horrible thing. I can't, I can't actually imagine a worse thing. In fact, if that were to happen to me, God forbid, if it were to happen to anyone, like, good Lord, like, I, I would, I would be verklempt. I wouldn't be able to, I mean, I'd like, I wouldn't be able to process it, right? And people have suffered, see people suffer horrible tragedies and you just couldn't, you couldn't, you can't process stuff like that, right? God has his own timing. Our God is a God in charge of life. He's a giver of life and he's also in charge of death. You know, Sparrow doesn't fall from the sky without the Lord knowing, right? So, you know, I'd have to like, I'd have to take months to like soul search and like wrestle with God over such a thing, over such a tragedy. What does Joe Biden do? When Joe, Joe Biden, his sons hadn't even left the hospital. And Joe Biden, the death of his wife, the death of his daughter, Joe Biden wheels in a prop podium in order to get a photo op with his kids in an effing hospital bed behind him. Here's the photo. That's Joe Biden. There's Hunter in a hospital bed. Joe Biden made a press conference out of it. Joe Biden used it for his political gain. He immediately said, how can I take the death of my wife and make this into something like big time for me?
How can I turn this into a campaign ad? The death of my wife, mother of my children. You wonder why these kids are so unbelievably effed up. Because this guy is their dad, is freaking monster. Like he's a freaking monster. It was the biggest lie that's been told to the American people in recent memory. And it's hard to really come up with a better one than this. That Joe Biden's some kind of, like some type of good old gingerly grandfatherly man who's like only cares about his family. Nope. Joe Biden only cares about himself. Look at the photo. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't write this in like an Aaron Sorkin script or whatever. Like the the biggest Hollywood screenwriters would look at this and be like, no, no senator would ever be such an evil, banal Satanist to like use the the bodies of their hospitalized children after the death of their wife for a political prop, would they? Oh, I got the proof. There it is on your screen. Joe Biden's done this throughout his entire career. In fact, one of those boys didn't go on to survive. Not in that accident, in another tragedy. Call it what it is. It's a tragedy. Joe Biden's son got brain cancer. Now, Joe Biden's son was serving in political office at the time. Joe Biden's son got brain cancer uh, and he didn't survive. His name was Bo. And so Joe Biden had the loss of his son. Again, a tragic Old Testament biblical style story, right? Tragedy, son taken from you. Okay, nobody's going to argue that's not a tragedy. What does Joe Biden do? Immediately weaponize that, lie about his son, effectively try and project that his son died in combat time and time again, and then went out on the road to tell that story. And every time anyone questions anything about Joe Biden, he brings up the fact that his son Bo died once in fighting, fighting in Iraq, fighting terrorists in Iraq. Watch. I say this as a father of a man who won the Broad Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Imagine the courage. The guy this flipping said that his son lost his life in Iraq. He just straight up lied about his kid's death. Yo, Joe Biden is using his kids as props in hospital beds after his wife dies in a, in a tragedy, right? Then he's taking those same boys after one of them dies of brain cancer years after deploying to Iraq, the guy was serving in public office. What a tra- what a tra- what a Greek what a Greek tragedy. What a Shakespearean level tragedy this man's life is. Really, it's I mean, Joe Biden's a cursed a, a cursed man. He said my son died in Iraq. Now he's told that story time and time again when he sent those young men and women off to die in Afghanistan, people who actually did die in Afghanistan. You know, there are people who actually did die in Afghanistan. There's like 10,000 Americans who died in the Iraq-Afghanistan uh, wars that Joe Biden, of course, was front and center banging the table. Weapons of mass destruction. Send your sons and daughters off to die for me. Joe Biden was like first guy out there. He's such a moron. He's such a low IQ individual. The deep state immediately sunk their fangs into Joe Biden. They were like, this guy's so degenerate. This guy's such a... A more so stupid, this guy, like we can just sink our hooks into him and like he'll say anything we want him to say. So Joe Biden was out there repeating line again and again and again that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. OK, so blame yourself, Joe, in small part and also blame yourself in large part when you ordered the suicidal, the suicidal pullout of Afghanistan. You knew you were going to get our boys and girls killed over there and you did. And then when those caskets were rolling off the plane, Joe Biden looked at his watch. Remember that? Remember Joe Biden? Look at the old watchy watch. Didn't have the time of day. And then behind the scenes, what was Joe Biden saying to those families? Have a listen. When Joe Biden 
our elected president entered the room. When he approached me, his words to me were, my, my wife Jill and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a flag-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster and I started shaking knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. Also wondering how someone could honestly, sorry, be so heartless to say he knew how I felt a little over 24 hours and learning of my son's death. After this encounter, I have never had any personal correspondence, nor has my son been honored or his name spoken by this commander in chief or his administration on what I feel is because of their failures and poor planning to exit our troops from Afghanistan. The gold star mothers there, there was an amazing um, press conference that didn't get didn't get the kind of coverage that it deserved with all these families, these gold star families coming out against Biden. Of course, blackout in the corporate media. Can't have that. Talking about how Joe Biden essentially weaponized their pain for his political gain, telling them that his son died in Iraq too. <sighs> kind of a person. I mean, you really have to be like a next level sociopath to do these kind of things. Kind of a person does that. The same kind of person that would lock up all of your children Let's say you had a kid that was struggling from addiction. There was a very popular drug back in the early 90s, crack. It was on the street. Some say that the CIA created the crack epidemic. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll go look into that as a research project. But nonetheless, crack was on the street. And Joe Biden, man, was making sure that your sons and daughters, if they were addicted in a tragedy to such a drug, uh, were going to be locked up indefinitely. Guaranteed detention, five years, judge doesn't have a choice. Joe Biden was the champion of that law in the United States Senate, making sure that your, again, sons and daughters, especially if they were black, especially if they were brown, that your kids went to prison forever. Watch. If you have a piece of crack cocaine, no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar. We passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says if you're caught with that, you go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Judge doesn't have a choice. See that? What about his own kid? What about when it comes to his own family? Wouldn't it be a great, wouldn't it be, have, do you have children? You discipline your kids? You ever given your kid a spanking? Why? Why did you do that? Well, because you want your child to understand consequences in life. A good father, a good mother will raise their children, will rear their children, and will explain consequences for bad behavior. Wouldn't this be a perfect example when your son has literally mountains of crack? Every time we show the videos, we get age gated, okay? So, like, we're not going to show the videos this time. We've shown them time and time again. Mountains of crack cocaine. Hookers all over the place. The mountains of crack. Hunter Biden weighing it. And what happens to Hunter? Wouldn't it be a good example to show your son a consequence? But time after time after time, it is Joe Biden 
using his power, putting his shoulder to the wheel of justice and saying, stop, you will not go after my children. Hunter Biden nabbed in the Jersey Shore for crack and cocaine use. Hunter Biden openly using cocaine all throughout his time at Georgetown. Hunter Biden using crack cocaine in the military finally was kicked out, finally some type of consequence. Joe Biden immediately brings him in, folds him in to the family corruption, immediately uses his son, right? No consequence ever. Consequences for all of your children, not mine. Feel sorry for me. I what, like what one time I had a popcorn bag. I had a, a you know, Orville Redenbacher popcorn bag in the microwave and it got too hot and it smoked a little bit. So you Maui people that lost all your children, you should feel bad for me. Hunter Biden, of course, describes this wonderful scenario for him. Not for your black sons, of course, but for Hunter Biden, worked out great. Watch. If not more. In the list that you gave me of the reasons why you're on that board, you did not list the fact that you were the son of the vice president. Of course, yeah. No. What role do you think that played? I think that it is impossible for me to be on any of the boards that I just mentioned without saying that I'm the son of the vice president of the United States. You were paid $50,000 a month for your position? Look, I'm a private citizen. One thing that I don't have to do is sit here and open my kimono as it relates to how much money I make or make or did or didn't. But it's all been reported. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. I don't want to open my kimono. Well, that would be the first woman that Hunter Biden didn't open his kimono for. Wow, what a uh, rare honor and a rare privilege, Amy Rohrbacher. Maybe you should stop covering up for uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Amy Rohrbacher. She's the one that was caught saying, oh, yeah, uh, I had I had Bill Clinton dead to rights on Epstein Island. And they wouldn't let me run with the, the uh, program. Now she's fired from ABC. So that was your chance to be brave and do something. So Hunter Biden, protected by his father. Who's not protected by Joe Biden? Well, of course, you. If you live in Maui or if you live if you live in a blue state or if you live in a red state, at the very least, Joe Biden is equitable. He doesn't care about he doesn't care about you, Jack. East Palestine was 199 days ago. Didn't know that. Time flies, baby. 199 days ago since the toxic train disaster in East Palestine, Ohio. 172 days since Joe Biden promised he would visit at some point. And Biden hasn't said a word about it since. Now, of course, nobody's asked him because our press, our complicit stenographers for the Biden regime, sucking the toes of old diseased Joe Biden as he sits in his wheelchair, staring out into the middle distance, wanting to feed the sparrows. 199 days since the toxic train disaster that Joe Biden caused because Joe Biden's in charge of the Department of Transportation because the buck stops here. Do you know who did go there? We did. We went. We don't need these sons of bitches, these bastards to do it for us. We can do it ourselves. And we did. This is what we did together for East Palestine. I just wanted to give you $1,000. For what? Who are you? You're not with NS? No. Lawyers? Not with anyone. We wanted to come here and give a little money to people to help out and say that we're sorry that this happened to you. We don't need anything from you. Just wanted to say we love you. Thanks. That's yours. Nope. 
We don't want anything. I just want to say. I really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Don't make me cry. Oh, thank you so much. I want to let you know, if you are in the Benny Brigade, I want to let you know that if you support our show, just by watching you support our show, so we thank you. We deeply, deeply thank you for that. There, There's going to be the debate tomorrow night. We're going to be live all night. There's going to be the Trump arrest on Thursday. We're going to be live for that. We do our best to hustle and grind. But some of you support our show directly. Some of you are in the Benny Brigade. I hold this up because this is the keychain that is being shipped out, created right here in America, American leather. This is the Benny Brigade official keychain with the Brigade logo right there. You support our show five bucks a month. And if you join for a year, you get a month free and you get the free keychain. We will send literally we will send this to you in the mail. These are clipped out, ready to go. We have thousands of them that we've ordered, and they will be going out September, okay? Everyone gets one in September. If you go to BennyJohnson.com backslash brigade and join there, you will directly support our show. You will directly support us doing work like that in East Palestine because that's what we did. We took our social media revenue, and we just gave it away to the people in East Palestine. We'll do a lot more of that. We got some big things planned, good things for Americans. We are going to take... The revenue that we make at the show, we are going to take the Benny Brigade and we are going to go out and we're going to serve people. That's what Christ calls for us to do. We're going to go out and we're going to serve. These jack wagons in Washington, D.C., Joe Biden, Mitch McConnell, none of these people did anything. None of these people did anything. We don't need them to. We can do it. We'll do it. Christ says, uh, be my hands and feet. And so we'll go and do that ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, we will go and do it ourselves. When we were in East Palestine, our cell phone service worked impeccably. We were using Patriot Mobile. I want to just do a quick plug for people who also support our show. Patriot Mobile is one of them. It's our cell phone company. Tell you what, East Palestine was a rural place. We drove out what? We flew into Pittsburgh, had to drive out to the middle of, uh, uh, you know, kind of the middle of nowhere, right? Which is where a lot of America exists. And there were not great cell phone service. But we got it. We were able to film and we were able to post and we were able to produce out there in East Palestine. Uh, and it's because of our friends at Patriot Mobile. These woke companies don't want you to be able to talk or speak. Patriot Mobile is a company that is bound by the First Amendment. They care about you and your values. And they're 100% U.S.-based. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. And get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there is a great deal of good in this country and a great deal of value that is happening in this uh, nation that happens in small towns and in places that are, you know, out of the uh, general public's vision. We are so hyper fetishized on places like New York or L.A., right? I live in Tampa, in Florida. <laughs> Not actually a lot going on here. Yeah, Tampa's like, it's a pretty sleepy town, actually. And I like it that way. And that's, I think, how a lot of Americans like it. We like our neighborhoods peaceful. We like the places where we live to be nice places to live and to be kind, to be respectful. You know, there's a Democrat mayor here in town, uh, in Tampa. And there's like, I have Democrat neighbors, right? 
And I, I, you know, they, they have their right. They know what I do for a living. Okay. And I see their Ukraine flags on the back of their cars. And I ain't going to go in there and key their car or harm them or be rude to them. Like, yo, they, I mean, like it's a, it's a running joke. Like that, that we're a big melting pot right here. And it's really nice to live in a place like that. We have a firm police force here. We, and I hope that you live in a place like this too. We have law and order. And thank God we have some of these Soros prosecutors that got fired by Ron DeSantis recently. Awesome move. Awesome move. Ron, come back to Florida. Come back to Florida. Gone. Fire more prosecutors. Come on, baby. What am I saying here? All of us want to live in a community like that. I don't care if you're in Hawaii. You don't deserve to have your house burned down, obviously. You don't deserve to be treated like this. And if you live in a place like Raleigh, North Carolina, that's presumably also a peaceful and enlightened place, well, then you shouldn't, you should have the right to like say whatever you want. Put up a sign in your front yard. Do your thing. It's the First Amendment, damn it, in this country. So it really doesn't matter. Like, you should be able, you should be able to put signs in your yard. Well, a guy named John Kane put up a sign that says Trump won in his yard. And then some leftist premeditated, rolled through and lit his sign on fire. Now, I believe we have the video. I think we, it, I, I believe, oh yeah, here's the video. Okay, it's playing. This is the leftist. He's dressed like that because he's, he's biker, he bike spy. And he lights this man's sign on fire. And I said, I'm so sick of this. In fact, if this was like a Joe Biden sign at a nursing home, because I can't imagine anyone who would, I can't imagine any self-respecting person that would like put up a Joe Biden sign voluntarily. But let's say there was a nursing home, Joe Biden nursing home sign. The guy in a big red MAGA hat runs up and lights it on fire. Uh, I would be on, I would be on, I would be so angry about that. I'd be like, that looks despicable. I disavow this person. How dare he? How dare he? You should not do that. Well, Tim Poole and I, if you're not familiar with Tim's work, you totally should be. It's a great show. Big YouTuber. Tim Poole and I decided to pool our resources together and got a pot of money. Again, a reason why you should support the Benny Brigade and you should support our work. Salty Army. Shout out to your salt, your beautiful salt. We got some cash together and put together a $10,000 pool for anyone who can find this person who lit the sign on fire. Why? Because they're a leftist? Because they're a Democrat? And because it was Trump? No. Because political violence is wrong in this country. And we, as a population, have a, look, we have an obligation to demand better and to pool, to come together as people and to force force the machine to act. And we did. I put in five grand. Tim put in five grand. I say thank you because it's actually you putting in $5,000. It was you. It's your money. You're supporting the show by watching. You're supporting the show with the Benny Brigade. You're supporting the show. And so it's your money. And we are going to use it for a better America. And I have some very good news for you. We found him. We got him. We know who this guy is. A man named James D. White. Perpetrator has been caught, has been found, 
has been contacted by the authorities and has been charged, I believe, even by a leftist district attorney because of us, because of the muscle of this show and because of the power of the movement we are building together. So clap yourself on the back. We got them together. Joining us now, John Kane, the man who owns the Trump sign in his front yard to give us an update. John, thank you so much for being on the program. The moment I saw this video, I said, man, we better find this guy. And well, I know I like I, I didn't know you I, like and I was like, I'm going to throw in money and we're going to find this guy. Did we find this guy? Can you give an update here? We did. A gentleman from Lodi or Lodi, California, uh, found his Strava profile and emailed it to my attorney at 1.52 a.m. on Saturday night. So it was a quick turn. Uh, and we were able to verify the timestamps on the video match the point in his ride uh, after he left his home. Everyone started and finished in front of a house he owns a couple of miles from my house, and the timestamps of when, when he was at the point on the map on his ride in front of my house, the only time his pace went to zero miles an hour, by the way, on his ride, matched the timestamps on the video, surveillance video. So can I stop you there? This is like a, for those who aren't familiar, this is like a GPS tracker for fitness people. That's right. That's exactly right. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it's pervasive almost in folks who run and cycle. Uh, and it's a, a social aspect so they can tag him each other and, and so on and so forth. But it tracks all your data as you're running or in this case, biking. So it tracked him to your house and it showed him stopping and effectively committing this, these crimes. That's exactly right. And then, uh, he happened to go on a bike ride on Sunday uh, after we had already got been sent his Strava profile, and he went by my house again. He didn't stop. He had a buddy with him, and that's where those two photos, or that photo that you showed, came from the verify the forearm tattoo right there. You got up. Mm -hmm. uh, that was taken by his buddy, and he was tagged in it on Strava, uh, verifying the the tattoo uh, matching. So this guy had a tattoo. How much did a Tim Pool and our audience assist in this? Do you think that it helped accelerate the? Uh, there, uh, there's no question. Uh, yeah, I, I, that Twitter account of mine is, is a few months old. I had less than a hundred followers, I think, when Tim retweeted it, and then you did, and uh, and off it went. So I have no doubt that for not you all winning your audience and your money, which I'm incredibly grateful for, to this, that this fellow would not have been found. Good. Well, we are happy to be on the side of justice. And, sir, I, 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 you know, you and I have since talked on the phone and I appreciate deeply that you're a Trump supporter, but I really don't care uh, in this regard because what you are is an American. And, John, you have a right to your political opinions and you have a right to free speech and you also have a right to put up a sign on your damn property. Now, right. you told me that the, the burning of this sign the burning of this sign could have potentially negatively affected your family in a horrendous way. Can you uh, expand on that? That's right. So the, there's an American flag that hangs from a tree directly above uh, my political sign. And in the first time this gentleman came and burned the sign, he did it twice, he moved the flag. Well, the flag naturally returned to its natural hanging place, as any flag does. But him doing that was really an acknowledgement that this American flag could catch fire. Well, there is a large tree that that, had, that flag uh, hangs from, and it's been dry, hadn't rained much lately. And there are other trees that really cascade back to my house. 
And so as you see him right now moving that flag, to me, that's an acknowledgement that this could set fire and set this man's house on fire. I have three young children and they sleep mm. upstairs. And uh, I hope that liberals have not gotten to a point in this country that they don't care about the children of conservatives. Mm. Uh, but if they, anyone's in that place, my house also, right adjacent to the sign, is land owned by the city of Raleigh that's part of the greenway system that we have. And it could that could have also been set on fire. You know, so the brazenness of this fella is is unbelievable. And the fact that he ran away after he lit the fire. Yes. So he moves the flag, lights it, and takes off. Didn't care about the repercussions, even though he by his actions acknowledged that this could start a serious fire, but it's his house on fire, but he took off is abhorrent. Very strange. A leftist arsonist lighting a fire with a woodland. <laughs> Right next to it. Very odd. Curious. I haven't seen anything like this, certainly. Uh, what's going to happen to this guy? Is there any updates on will he be charged? Will he be sued? Give us the legal yeah, perspective. So, so some good, some bad. So uh, the good first, uh, my attorney worked hard and we filed a civil lawsuit against him last night. Uh, he'll be served by the Wake County Sheriff today. Uh, Raleigh PD got the, the detective assigned to it, went and met with him. I was told that he cried and was very remorseful. Uh, but um, he said that he didn't know who I was. It was just anger at the Trump sign. And when the officer told me that, I said, he didn't know who I was. I'm an American. That's all I am. I don't care if I was Bill Gates or living under a bridge. I'm an American. So yeah. that told me he wasn't remorseful. He was sad he got caught. Mm. Right? And so... Uh, the Wake County District Attorney, uh, who is a Democrat, has not been a Soros-like Democrat, as far as I know, has decided to charge him not with two uh, felony, two counts of felony arson, which the statute clearly applies here 100%, but to two misdemeanor counts of uh, injury to real property, which will carry no jail time. Uh, it is a blatant undercharge. Uh, and you know, the basis for that, the district attorney is saying that because the sign was affixed to the ground, it's treated as real property, not personal property, which changes how they would charge in North Carolina. Uh, it is a gross miscarriage, miscarriage of the law. It is clearly a DA playing politics and undercharging this gentleman so that he will not serve time as, as he should. Uh, so it... It is um, what folks that live around here ought to think about is that what's happening here in this undercharge. And so what, your house didn't burn. It's just a sign. It doesn't have that much value. Okay, those things are true. But look at any other major city in this country that has gone to hell. Look at San Francisco. What happened there? Well, they changed. They made it illegal, a misdemeanor to steal less than $1,000. So what happens? People steal less than $1,000. Look at Seattle. Look at Portland. When you don't apply the rule of law the same to everyone and you don't actually charge a crime for what it is, you encourage more of that activity. And that's what this DA is doing. Yeah, I mean, wow. It, it, it's really, it's really, this guy's really lucky, Jim White, that he didn't go sightsee 
at the United States Capitol on the morning of January 6th because he'd be in federal prison for the next 20 years. But you can burn down, you can light someone's home on fire effectively with their sleeping children inside and get a slap on the wrist. I thought that I, I thought that North Carolina was a place for good old fashioned, you know, Southern justice and that none of this woke crap is going to fly around here. I guess not. No, it's not, unfortunately. I think that while we've got a majority Republican legislature uh, and uh, and it's known as a conservative state, I think we suffer from the same issues that many other states suffer from with rhinos uh, in office and with folks who, frankly, are cowards, right? That, mm -hmm. That's what we have. We have a bunch of cowards in this country right now that run things, and they're not willing to stand up and say, I don't care what the sign said, that's wrong. Yeah. Right. Just like you said in your intro, I don't care what the sign says. You can't right. do that. That's right. not the country we want to live in. Uh, that's right. And that's what we've got today right here in White County. So you just used the word coward there. I do want to go back. Just one question. You said that he cried. Mm -hmm. That's what I was told by the detective. And, and you know, he uh, it's it's interesting. I, I joked to the detective, I, I guess I need to get one of those mugs that says like liberal tears taste good. So, you, so final final question for you, John. Um, what's going to happen? Like, are you like he may not get jail time, but he's going to get a big old fat lawsuit from you. You're going to do your best to try and uh, bring the people's justice here um, and deliver some type of message because that's what I want. I want that's a message exactly to be right. sent that you're not you're not but you are not allowed. I will join. I will link arms with you if you come after someone's First Amendment right and their political their right to free speech and political speech. Um, exactly right. And so yeah, you're gonna, I'm, you, I'm fortunate to have a, a great attorney, James Lawrence. Good. He's from Raleigh, who represented Alex Berenson against Twitter successfully. Oh, wow. Uh, so he's, he's filed this lawsuit for me um, and has represented me. So I think we've got uh, some good firepower in that regard. And good. Uh, hopefully a jury of my peers will put political uh, rhetoric aside and do just as we've talked about here and say, you can't set someone's property on fire. Right. Exactly. No, it's, a, it's the basic right of like a parent to sleep safely in their home with their children, uh, knowing that some lunatic isn't going to come after you politically. And it, it, whether it's your house or whether it's the Maui fires, uh, this is like a death. This is a death cult. Like the Democrat Party has turned into a death cult and they just do not value human life. Clearly. Uh, and so thank you so much for fighting and for like for putting that sign right back up and for being such a Chad and for going after uh, this man. We we say Godspeed. And if you need any further help from our audience, you know where to find us. Thanks, Jim, John. Thank you so much. Very grateful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have one hell of a week ahead of us. We are out here. We are out here. This is going to be the show. I just want to say it again. This is I do not take this lightly that we have an audience here, that we have a growing audience. I mean, it's been explosive, tripled, doubled, quintupled the size of the audience, depending on the show over the last year. I don't take it for granted. We are going to serve you. And more importantly, we are going to be the hands and feet that Christ tells us to be. We are going to take what has been given to us and we are going to give it to others. You just heard John there say that this audience, you and me together, all of us together, just got this, that found this guy, was able to find the perpetrator that burned down a Trump sign. 
And now he's going to be served a massive lawsuit. He's being charged by the DA. Maybe we could even maybe we could increase the pressure. I'm going to try as hard as I can and get like bigger charges from this DA. We'll see. It's amazing how these people respond to outrage. If there's enough outraged people and they fear for their own position, they will do the work. Okay, that's what we're doing to make this a better country. We are we're not just sitting here screaming day and night, you know, yelling. We are trying to make this a better country for you to live in. For me to raise my kids in, for you to raise your kids or grandkids in, or maybe you just want kids someday down the line. Like, well, thank you for supporting us. We're going to do the work. We're going to do the work this week. Donald Trump gets arrested again. But this one's going to be a little different. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump confirms that he will be turning himself into the Fulton jail on Thursday, the day after the GOP primary debates, and claims that this is all an election interference in a plot by Joe Biden and his DOJ. So Donald Trump uh, posted this yesterday on Truth Social. Uh, Donald Trump saying, can you believe it? I'm going to go to Atlanta, Georgia to be arrested by radical leftist attorney Fannie Willis, who's overseeing the greatest murder and violent crime disasters in American history. In my case, the trip to Atlanta is not for murder, but for making a perfect phone call. She campaigned and is continuing to pay and campaign, raise money on this witch hunt. This is strict coordination with Joe Biden's DOJ election interference. He's right. We're going to, again, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be online for this. We will be bringing you, of course, Alina Haba last time joined the show, Donald Trump's personal attorney. We're going to be bringing you the perspectives of everyone that we can book who would have a good and honest perspective of this. We will be live. We will be showing you the the play-by-play, moment-by-moment. And how will this be different? Well, Donald Trump is supposedly going to get a mugshot taken. Well, that'll be the most viewed photo on planet Earth. They're going to turn this guy into Tupac, man. He's going to sell more records. Donald Trump is going to be uh, potentially held at the jail, some are saying, on Thursday. So make sure you tune in. We'll see what time that happens. If it's in if it's in concert with our show, then we'll just make this the show, right? But we'll be live for as long as that news is hitting, and we will have on a full team assembled here. You won't miss a beat. Tomorrow night, Donald Trump is doing an interview with Tucker Carlson during the same time as the GOP debate. We're still figuring out how exactly we're going to cover both at the same time. Um, I find that Donald Trump with Tucker Carlson is going to be a far more interesting interview. So we're going to try and like, we're going to flex on that and figure it out. Um, But I promise you, it'll be deeply entertaining. You want to join our incredible cast uh, here, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, the uh, live streams for both of those historic events. Uh, again, Fox News has now declared total war on Donald Trump, and we believe that that's obviously wrong. We believe that there are a lot of wrong things happening in the world today. Many of the wrong things happening in the world today can be fixed, can be fixed if you set your heart right, can be fixed if you set your mind right, can be fixed if you sanctify your soul, and if you decide that there is something more powerful than the communists who run our government, something more powerful than the diseased and degenerate Joe Biden. If you don't focus on that, if you focus on the eternal, on the person who created all of this, the God that created all of this, well, then you'll have peace, peace that surpasses all understanding, wash over you, and you will know that you simply get an opportunity here 
for this short period of time in your life to do some good, to be a little Christ, to be a little Christian. And that's really all we're really called to do is to listen to God and his timing and to march forward, Christian soldier. And that's what we do on this program. And we do our best to help and defend those who need defending, like the man, you know, the, the working father from Raleigh who had his sign burned down. Or the people in Maui who probably don't agree with us at all on any politics who deserve to be defended and not treated like trash. We're going to defend them uh, because God created all people. God created man equal. And you have inalienable rights given to us. Inalienable. What's that weird word mean? It can't be taken away. That means that no one, Joe Biden, no one can take away these natural rights that you have in nature. So that is why we return to nature. That is why we return to the scriptures. That is why we return to something spiritual every single show, no matter what kind of a show we do. Our verse of the day, ladies and gentlemen, from Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given unto you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. What do all of those have in common? What does all that have in common? An action. Action. That's what it all happened. You, you must push forward. You must knock. You must seek. You must ask. You must keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And we are winners here. We are not losers. And we know that in the end, the final victory shall be ours. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back many times this week. It's your boy, Benny. Thanks for watching. See ya.